Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. So I talked very briefly earlier on about trading and investment. This gets very gets very confusing, and people don't know how it works. I'm just going to run you through the tax benefits or disadvantages of an investment business. But for your purposes, very simply, an investment business is where you buy an asset and then you rent it out or you get some form of income from it without it being a trading business yeah so buy-to-let property is investment commercial conversions if you convert the property and sell them is trading deal packaging who's doing deal packaging deal packaging deal packaging is trading mm. SA if done properly is trading mm. so for your purposes here buying whole property holding on to it renting it out is investment Okay, and the government does not incentivize or encourage people to become investors, therefore they tax you a higher rate. Yeah, and give you less taxable advantages. So if you have, have an investment business, you can't claim sideways loss relief against other income. But if you have two trading businesses, one makes a profit, one, one makes a loss, you can use the loss in, the, in one business against the profit of the other. Yeah? Even if it's, if it's a group, group structure. You can't carry the loss back for corporation tax purposes, any other business, you can carry the loss back 12 months or carry the loss forward. Yeah? You can't claim substantial shouting exemption, uh, which I'll cover for you now, in fact, and then when it comes later on, I'll share with you if you covered it. So, you have a holding, sorry, what was your name again? I forgot. Nicole. Nicole, you have a uh, holding company structure, yeah? How, how many companies beneath the holding company? Four. So N Nicole has this particular structure here, okay? One, two, three, four. And let's just assume this is a trading holding company, yeah? HCO. If one of these is doing a commercial conversion that Nicole owns, so let's say she bought commercial property here, and then got planning, or PD, and then she converts into flats, Okay, and that takes her uh, two years, could take her less by the way, okay, and then she sells, and so she sells the shares in this company to Anastasia, okay, and it's worth 400 grand, as in that's how much profit she's made. If this company, in this scenario, is owned by this company here for 12 months, and this company owns at least 10%, okay, so 10% 10, 10 or more of the shares. When Nicole sells the shares in this company to Anastasia, okay, she pays no tax on the 400 grand because all that money goes in here. Does that make sense to everybody? So this is called substantial shareholding exemption. To make it really easy for you again, if you have a holding company, Beneath it, you have a, a subsidiary, and the subsidiary is a trading company, mm. and the holding company, the parent, mm -hmm. has owned the shares for 12 months or longer, 
owns at least 10% of the shares. When you sell the shares of the subsidiary, you pay no tax whatsoever. Which is pretty good going. How much tax do you pay if you sell it without? Without anything, you would pay 19%. Well, if you, if you sell the shares on here, it would depend on the uh, that individual, Nicole's personal tax rate. So the, the company one is the trading company. She would pay 20%. Corporation tax. And, and profit, profit No, gain because she's. So, if she owns it personally, which she doesn't, she'd pay 20% tax. Because this company here owns it, this company would pay 19% corporation tax. So, just call it 20%, okay? 80 grand would go to the tax plan. But because, because she can claim substantial shareholding exemption, she'd pay no tax. But if she couldn't claim, if she, if she couldn't claim SSE, which is the last point there, uh, she'd pay just under 80 grand tax. So, it's a big saving. Yeah? Just mark that in your mind as uh, substantial shareholding exemption. Everybody with me? But there's are two taxes there, right? So if, if there were no sort of dual structure in the company, so... Uh, if there's no dual structure, there'd be tax to pay. But because of the dual structure, exactly, yeah. no tax to pay. Yeah, but imagine there are no dual structure. So there is, a, what is it, um, uh, corporate tax, 19%? No. So, so the 19% corporate tax would be, wouldn't be paid because she's selling the shares she'd pay 20% capital gains tax. Because when, when you sell shares, you pay capital gains tax. So two taxes in this case, capital gain and corporate tax. Corporate tax if she makes a profit in the company itself. But if she, if she just does the commercial conversion, mm. sells the shares, then no. But if she didn't, uh, then she may have to pay some tax on the, the commercial conversion if she, she sells the properties individually. But she doesn't sell them individually, so she, she'll just pay capital gains tax. So, no two tax, just one tax. Corporate gain. So, if she sold the properties off, then she would pay. She, she would, the company would pay corporation tax at 19%. Right. Yeah, which would then equal the same number here, because if she sold the, the properties individually, her gain would be around 400 grand anyway. Yeah? It's a good little, little tax saving if you've got trading companies. Same applies to Nicole for your children's day nurseries. You sell one of them off. You have a holding company structure, you can sell that, all the money goes up here, no tax to pay. Two of them are um, under the holding company holiday nurseries and two are the properties. Okay, that's a bad idea. Oh. Yeah, okay. but we'll, we'll cover that for you shortly once we finish this off. So just remind me. Okay, so no substantial shareholding exemption. If you are an investment company, trading company, yes. No EIS relief, which we're not going to cover. EI stands for Enterprise Investment Scheme. Good little side tax relief for you to just to note for now. Okay? No capital allowances on investment properties. Somebody asked me in the break, I think we were talking about Anastasia, we were talking about uh, capital allowances. No capital allowances on vital properties. Service accommodation, yes. Bartlett, no. Okay? You get limited tax relief. Or, or, or on capital gains for limited companies. You have an investment company. If you pass away and you have an investment company, those properties form part of your estate, then you have to pay t uh, inheritance tax at 40%, depending on the value of your estate, which Hillary will cover for you around about in half an hour's time. If you have a trading company, 
and you pass away, your company is covered by something called BPR, Business Property Relief, which means that business can go to your husband, to your wife, or to your children, and there's no tax to pay in the value of the shares. Yeah? But only if it's a trading company, holding com uh, investment company, no. Investment company, you already have, uh, let's say, your family involved in that, you have given shares, right? And the one person is not there, the remaining, whatever his share is, it will be passed on to the family, right? Yes. So how that? So you work out what the value of the estate is for that one person if they have their own home, they've got some money in the bank, they own some shares, if they own a business, whatever property they own, you add it all together and then you, then you work out the value of the estate and you've got to pay, apart from your nil rate band and your extended nil rate band, which Hillary will cover for you about half past three, you've got to pay 40% tax on that value. So there's no escaping it. Yeah. Sorry, you know the, the, the Nicole's example, she, you said she, yeah. she will pay zero? No tax. It, it, oh, no tax. Because the profit goes to the trading company. Does the trading company pay tax on re upon receiving the money? No. Um. Because the money is not paid to this company here, because you're buying this from Nicole, the, this 400 grand ends up here. How does it classify? It's classified as dividend. No. Um. Sale of shares. Sale of shares. Nicole selling the shares to you. You bought the shares, so this company now drops off. It's no longer part of the structure. Only got three companies left. But well, for the holding company, the, the 400,000 that are coming in, how would you classify that on the it, it, it classified as earnings or is it classified as? It's uh, classified as uh, income on investments. Income on any yeah. tax on it? No tax. Mm, okay. No tax at all. So mm -hmm. Nicole's just got 400 grand extra profit in, in her group structure, mm -hmm. but no tax to pay. Good. Thank you. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So when you buy a property, you got to keep a note of why you acquired it. Gotta have, you should have a business plan. If the plan changes, you keep a note of why, why the plan changed. If you have any transactions, you got to keep a, a note of that. And if you let out property uh, for a certain period, you are not going to be treated as a trading business. Let me give you an example. Okay, Shafiq buys a commercial property, and this, again, this is quite an important point. And he, his initial intention is to sell all the flats. Okay, so let's say he buys a commercial property and creates ten flats. He wants to test sell all the ten flats. Mm. And when he's completed the transaction, as in all the flats already. He changes his mind and he now decides he's going to keep them. Okay, so his purchase price, let's say it is 500 grand. He spends 500 grand redeveloping it, so it's cost him a million in total. The purchase price, 500 grand. The refurb or redevelopment, 500 grand. A million. And the whole thing is worth. Uh, the market value is 1.5, yeah? Now Shafiq was going to s sell, but he changed his mind, okay? Changing economic climate, interest rates have gone up, 
okay? And he can't make the same money he thought he was going to make. Mm -hmm. He decides now he's going to keep all the properties, he's not going to sell them. John, how much taxes is he going to pay? Bearing in mind he's not selling bugger all. Do you get this one right? I'm going to give you a, a bourbon, a bourbon. Anything for a bourbon, anything for a bourbon. If you're a good boy, I might give you a custard cream. <laughs> Even Rav's interested now. <laughs> no tax, why not? He's not selling. He's not selling. Shafiq, do you agree? Yes. Leslie, do you agree? Because he yeah, he'll get taxed on the rents, that's fine. But he, he has, at the minute, he sold nothing, he's changed his plan, he's keeping all the properties. Rajesh, any thoughts? Okay, this is a, a nasty situation to be in. Because Shafiq has changed his mind, yeah, he's a trading business, yeah. and now he's in the investment business. When you're a trading business, if you, when, when you convert the flats, they sit on the balance sheet under something called st stock because you're going to sell the houses. Houses are your stock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you sell stock. Mm -hmm. But because he's changed his mind and now he's going to keep them, okay, they get moved from stock to fixed assets, which on the balance sheet, without boring you, sits above stock. Stock sits uh, in a different place called current assets. Property sits, okay, uh, under fixed assets. So his accountant is going to reanalyze that item from stock to fixed asset. The minute he does that, Shafiq has to pay a dry tax charge, which is 19% of the uplift in value. So even though he's keeping the properties, he's going to pay 19% okay, tax on this difference here, which is 500 grand. So he's going to pay 100,000 pounds tax for having sold nothing. Yeah? Then he's gonna pay then the half the stock he sells, he's gonna pay tax anyway because he's realized the gain. The other half that he keeps, he's still gonna pay tax on it. Yeah, but what if it is not getting sold now? If he rents it for a couple of years up to up to two years, okay. he's okay. He can sell it, keeps it for longer than two years, he's gonna have to pay the tax. The meaning, the, so the bar is two years from maximum. Finished. But yeah, yeah. But you have to actively market the property. So if you're doing this on right move, a local agent going through auction, whatever is happening, you still got to just You got to be marketing the property. You can't say, okay, I'm going to put it on rent now. I'm not going to market it. So you demonstrate you will try and sell them. Yeah. yeah. If you do, you got two years. Uh, this is nasty, by the way. People get caught up this all the time. Nasty. Unless he keeps. The properties, the flat, and has it as service accommodation? No. Oh. So you have to sell it? He's got to sell it. But service accommodation is a trading business? But still, because he's, he's reanalyzed it. Because even if you have service accommodation, the properties move from stock to fixed assets. Well, hang on a minute. You said redevelopment of commercial units is trading. Service accommodation is also trading. So aren't they in the same category? No. Not for this thing. Mm. Not for this thing. Yeah? Because he was going to sell, he puts it as stock, he reanalyzes it to fixed assets, mm -hmm. got to pay the dry tax charge. 
can do that probably by selling into a different company and using that company as a as a unit. But he has to sell it to. Still, still got the problem because it's a connected party disposal of market value. Yeah. So yeah. So if you if, so the point for you to take home to here is if you're going to sell them, sell them. Change your mind. Yeah. Then, then that's fine, Leslie. You keep, if you rent up to two years, yeah. and you're actively marketing to sell it, you're okay. Once you go over the two years, mm-hmm. tough. You get, you, you, yeah, you got to pay the tax. Yeah, so it is quite nasty. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.